The My Marriage Mentors podcast is where you will find practical advice, discussions, coaching, and conversations around everyday topics that relate to relationships. In this space, we foster healthy relationships by sharing tools, resources, and information that helps to build and enhance your marriage. And at the end of every podcast, we will do a recap of key points and have a practical do now activity for you to complete. Join us. Let's grow together. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. We are in season one, episode six. My name is Ovet Wilson. And I'm Adrian Wilson. And together we are My, my Marriage, Marriage Mentors. Mentors. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we are in episode six. It's real, baby. Oh my man, like, wow, this season has been moving. I'm excited. I have just thought about how much we have um, grown through the season as a couple. Like, and it's, I'm sorry, audience, but part of the growth is us growing as well as you're growing yes. through yes. the season. What are your thoughts about that, Adrian? Man. As you're talking, I'm almost on the verge of tears. No, don't I, do that. I, I'm going to hold it together. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I'm going to hold it together. But um, what this podcast has done for us in a like bonding wise you know i agree it has done something that i don't think that we were expecting or prepared for right we thought i agree let's do a podcast let's help people (laughs) let's you know we we this is what we do yeah and the reciprocal we are the benefactors yeah right like we want our messages to reach the world, the masses. Yeah. That's what we're we're aiming for. And that's on such a deeper level. That's on such a deeper level. It is. As it relates to like the Great Commission and what we are called to do. But what I was not expecting is what it would do for us. Yeah. Right. It's, it's been absolutely beautiful and mm-hmm. we are in a, a wonderful opportunity like like episode six is keep it on the shelf Whew. and i know you're like wondering audience what <laughs> is what are we about to experience what? Right? okay so keep it on the shelf yes you know we we we, we went back and forth with this um the topic for this uh, for this episode the title for this episode the not, title no, right the, the topic top, yeah. the topic was set yes but we went back and forth with what the 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 title should be and um Ovet mentioned keep it on the shelf and just like that I was like yes mm. that's it mm. so do we want to introduce to our audience what we when we say keep it on the shelf what are we talking about oh boy now you're putting me on the spot because i don't think that i was prepared for this but man well first of all what are some things we keep on the shelf absolutely not mr wilson 
What do you mean? I asked you a question. Okay, so now we got to volley back oh. and forth. This is what happens when two educators marry each other. Yes, because I want to ask a question. You cannot. What do we say? Let's share with our audience. Oh he, he who, who asks the questions, questions controls the conversation. conversation. We have lived long mm-hmm. enough together. We have trained. To say quotes together. In, in long so I'm asking together. the question this time. All right, fine. I will. I will what do we mean it. when we say keep it on the shelf? What are we talking about? Well, keep it on the shelf has to do with the things that we... It's a play on word. Okay. As a matter of fact, it came out of another title that Mm -hmm. we originally... We originally wanted to um, say, and that was self on the shelf. Self on the shelf. Yes. And I like that topic too. I'm, I'm sorry, that title... Excuse me, that yeah. title. I really like that title too, but it resonated with me. Self on the shelf. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's catchy. I love it. And I think it would have been a, a excellent topic title. Yeah. But get to the heart of what this particular episode is all about. Man, it's about the reality that many marriages are destroyed because of selfishness self on the shelf and it's something Keeping that it on the shelf on the shelf mm-hmm. because listen we don't want to talk about how our selfishness is the root of destruction man <laughs> you're taking me back to something okay talk to me i know it's early and we just started this episode But I do have to go back to counsel that was given to me by before being a member of the church that we're currently a member of. Okay. I got premarital counseling before premarital counseling. Okay, cool. And the pastor of my home church where I grew up, and I will give him props, Mm. Pastor... Samuel Maxwell Mm -hmm. when I came to him Mm. pastor mentor man of God that I respect and I said I I know who I want to marry he has found me and I have found him like I'm I'm locked in this man is going to be my life Mm. my life partner oh you knew that and that's yes. Okay. And this is what I profess to Pastor Maxwell. Okay. Talk to me. In his office at our church many, many years ago. And um, he gave me a lot of counsel, but I'll never forget. Okay. He said to me, the root of all divorce mm. is selfishness. He said, people get divorced mm. because of selfishness. It's true. And, you know, we hear things like, oh, people, the number one cause is finance. Yeah. The number one cause is fidelity. We mm-hmm. hear all of these different things. And that just always resonated with me. Yeah. Pastor Maxwell told me that. Yeah. And I maybe didn't understand the depth of that at that time. Yeah. When he told me that. But what, it obvi- he thing? obviously planted a seed that like, yo, Adrian, <laughs> don't be selfish. So, you want to stay married a long, long time? Oh my god! Don't be 
Oh, fish. You got me on fire already. Yes. And I'm like, please yes. don't burn so fast. And I'm like, okay. So first of all, the first thing that came to my mind mm-hmm. is number one. Um, oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember this slot. Um, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's get into it. So, what is the essence of selfishness? I know I one thing you told you taught me, Ovet. You are you are a biblical scholar, and I I learn a lot. I have I continue to learn in our marriage. Um, but we know that self selfishness is a bent towards self. It right? is, yes. It's we are we are wanting what we want. It's a bent towards self. So let's apply that to marriage. Yeah, I, I think one of the problems with selfishness is that when you look at the idea, is that selfishness takes, mm-hmm. it consumes, but it does not give. Yes, right. Right. So I want you to think about those three points: take, consume. Because if you're taking something and you're consuming, there's nothing left, and it then it does not give. So the only thing that can comes out of selfishness, listen to me, because this is very listen. important, mm-hmm. is death. Mm. It has to die. Wait a minute. So you mean that we can't, in our own effort and in our, in our own might, replenish within ourselves? Like if I'm selfish and no. I'm like, I just want to take, 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 no. take, take. No. That's not enough. No. For for no. sustainability. It's not. Listen. Mm. Let me give okay. you a practical example. The Dead Sea. Do you know why the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea? Tell me. Because it takes... It... Oh, you know I'm a history teacher oh, now. Oh, I, I used Go to ahead. be a history teacher. Go ahead. What no, are you no, gonna... no. I'm not trying to put myself on the spot. But okay. I know the flow... Okay, sure. The flow of the Dead Sea is yes. what? I don't know. Yes, you do. What? How does the Dead Sea flow? Why is it called the Dead Sea? How does it flow? I don't know. It just takes. Exactly. It flows inward. Right. It consumes. Right. But it does not flow out. Out. Exactly. So it dies, Adrian. Mm -hmm. And this is the essence of selfishness. When you understand the idea and the concept of selfishness, like you have to recognize that it is absolutely the opposite of love. And why so? How do we define love? Love is a unconditional, unconditional, a permanent, unconditional, self-sacrificing commitment to to always always do do what is in the best best interest interest of another above oneself, despite despite negative feelings or or difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. In other words, it keeps flowing. Right. It keeps flowing. And what's so beautiful about the true essence of love is that when it when 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 I am living in that definition of love and I am demonstrating that and then it's re- reciprocated by what you are also doing and reciprocating and flowing it's a it's an ever constant cycle but to your point about selfishness being the crux of death. There's no reciprocation to keep the flow going. But here's the problem, Adrian. Mm-hmm. 
selfishness is wired in our DNA mm. because the enemy gave it to us. And I don't think sometimes we recognize how much it's wired in us. We are naturally selfish. We're born that way. Self, listen to me. Self-seeking, straight out of the womb. Have you ever studied a baby? I have two of them and I can tell you. Man. Our last born came out the womb immediately looking to be fed. Oh my gosh. Immediately looking to be fed. He didn't waste any Children. Absolutely. They, listen, you want to study a case study? They know how to manipulate and they don't even know how to talk. They know how to manipulate and they don't they know how to cry. Like I have seen babies influence adults and I'm watching saying, man, this kid is already in the state of being. And so the the truth is like selfishness is like innate in us. Right? Like it's a trait that is like inbreded. And one of the things I I notice about selfishness, it is a trait that we hate in others, but we justify in ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that one? I mean... Hate in others. Listen to me now. But we justify in us. I think that that also... I think that that also bleeds into having a, a lack of empathy. You know, one of the characteristics of selfishness is having a lack of empathy. So not being able to um, look from the other person's point of view or understand where they might be coming from or the position that they're in or how they are dealing with a situation. So selfishness is all about not being interested in other people's well-beings or their feelings and it and and having like a it's all about me mentality Mm. and i think because i want to bring this back to marriage and relationships um selfish selflessness requires a level of self-regulation Right. Mm. And self-regulation, self-regulation is a behavior where people are able to stop, reflect on their own behavior, their own thought processes. Okay. And then challenge themselves to change or respond differently if they realize that what's in them and how they may think or respond is selfish. It's Mm. all about their their perspective or their worldview. And I think that self-regulation is a behavior that can be taught. It has to be practiced over time. But when you can step back and self-regulate and say, whoa, wait a minute, that response wasn't balanced. Or the way that I'm showing up is very like one-sided. It's all about me. Like I'm not having a level of empathy to look through the lens of other people and their lived experiences and what they're going through. Um, but that takes a level of responsibility on on all of us. Yeah. Sure, we could live this life reckless, recklessly. Like, life is all about choices and decisions. Yeah. But I think that, like, in a marriage, we have to constantly be self-reflecting and we have to regulate ourselves on the way that we respond 
our open our mindset yeah to our spouse and what might be going on or how you know i i think that yeah. there's a lot of self-accountability that sometimes we don't want to do i mean yeah. self-accountability is hard work listen because it forces us love forces us to not seek our own benefit now do you understand how hard that is when you have to not seek your own benefit at the expense of your spouse or I, your mate i would say that it's hard but it's not okay talk to me and here's here it, it all it all depends on and the I, power man, source. I have to agree. I have to agree with you. It all depends on the power source that you're I, that you're tapping you. into. I'm gonna agree with you. Agree if with you're you. if you're tapping in to Christ and the power, He be the power source and what He can do in you. Okay. And how He can reform character in us. It's not so hard. Or it might be hard at first, but then it's not so hard. Yeah. So I, I really think that it's it's the power source that we're tapping into. If your power source is what's what mainstream society says or what social media says or mm. what pop culture is saying, you know, you need to be like this or you need to look like this, then we all we're always gonna struggle. But let me let me show you something. Mm-hmm. And here's the deception of the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Pay attention to this and I want to hear your response. Okay. Selfishness is why we have a low standard for ourselves, but high expectations for our mate. I feel like that's a self-righteous mentality. Like I can I can lower the bar for me because yep. I'm all of this and I'm all of that. You better believe it. But you need to be up here up doing here. all of this and serving serving me, and you need to be a, a five star mate. You know, and I I think that that comes from a spirit of self righteousness. And again, going back to self reflection, looking inward. Listen, hmm. listen. I know that God loves me because of all of my imperfections. And I'm like, wow, he still loves me. And my husband still loves me. And I'm so like being able to look inward, I think is really important. And for people in their relationships that might struggle with like having a high bar for their mate. When they themselves don't even reach that bar, yeah, I think that that is one of the telltale signs of selfishness, and I think that it is a recipe for needing some help, yeah, to you, repair the relationship. So hear me out. I want I want to bring in a different angle, right? Mm-hmm. Like one of the things I have gained and understood in just life in general is that every choice creates a path. Right. Our choices create path, but our path creates destinations. Right. So if you want to change your destination, you have to create a different path, which comes from a different choice. The choices you make. Mm -hmm. So follow me. Every decision in a relationship is made out of love for ourselves or love for each other. It's a choice. Do you think that there should be a balance, though? Like, because 
I do want to bring this into the conversation and especially being a woman. Okay. <laughs> the woman perspective yeah. where we feel that we do have to hold it all together and be there for our our spouse, be there for our children, have our career if I'm speaking towards the career woman. And so to your point about there being choice, we all have choice and we can choose to be selfless. How do we create balance in that? And I think that that's something year two of her marriage that I vowed to myself. Okay. I vowed to myself that I will not lose myself. Mm. I will not lose myself as a woman. I know the things that I like and I know the things that I enjoy and I I know the things that I need to do for me mm-hmm. to make sure that I am still whole and balanced as a person. Yeah. And I, I do want to bring that into the conversation of self selfishness and leaving it on the self on the shelf. That that, that that doesn't mean that you lose yourself, right? Like you just it's like all about the other person and nothing about what I need to be to be good and whole and balanced yeah but it's about balance yeah right and i think that that's a very 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 important point to make in regarding to relationships that it's a balance absolutely and Mm -hmm. recognizing that balance is key because you have to recognize the balance by the way between selfishness right and selflessness Right, that you think about that, you gotta balance those two. The reason why you gotta balance those two is because they are at war constantly, daily within you and I. Like when we wake up every day, we wake up with this battle. Like that's why a choice have to be made between how do I abide in the space of love? Because a choice has to be made right between the space of love and a daily battle between whether am i going to go to be selflessness with you or am i going to be selfish with you so let me ask you sure how do you as a husband okay of almost 16 years yes ma'am two children yes ma'am a highly successful career yes ma'am um leader in many areas of your life personal work church how do you make that balance of selflessness with so much that you have going on like i want you to give some practical perspective of how you keep yourself balanced yeah where you're not always choosing you true I think one of the key ingredients is knowing what love is. Mm-hmm. Baby, I, I'm telling you, if I did not have a clear definition that love is a permanent, self-sacrificing, unconditional commitment to always do what is in the best interest of you above myself, despite negative feelings or difficult circumstances, I would be lost. And that's all fine and dandy. And I love that. And I love the fact that we have a common definition of love. That when we, you and I say, I love you. Absolutely. We know what we mean. But But what I want to know from you 
is how you as a man on a day-to-day basis, on a realistic, practical basis, how do you choose to be selfless? Okay. So this the first thing I want to under- explain to you is my knowledge is the first thing because knowledge, understanding, and wisdom are three key components of life. So my knowledge of love is the first guardian, right? Because I say, okay, I have a knowledge, but now I need understanding. How do I maneuver through the space of love? How do I understand this in a practical way that I can demonstrate this to you? So tell us what that looks like, please. That looks like many ways. It looks like, how do I serve you, right? How do I meet your needs? How do I anticipate your needs? It looks like, how do I recognize your love languages? And how do I serve those things based on the season of life that you're in? right? Because we recognize that love languages change. And so as a husband, I have to be able to equip myself with the understanding of serving you within that space of what you need. Then wisdom is completely about application, right? How do I take the knowledge that I have, the understanding that I have, and how do I apply that in a wise way consistently and reliably by the way trust equals consistency over time mm-hmm. right yeah. so your trust is deepened by my consistency of how i relate love to you over a period of time baby listen this it, it it's work don't it get is, me wrong i'm not work. here to say that it's not work mm-hmm. And it is work, and I'm glad that you you said that because selfish selflessness, I believe, takes it takes consistency over time, and it's like a conditioning, right? So we think about when we are working out and we're building muscle mass in our bodies, and it takes consistency over time, and Being a selfless partner is the same concept. It is choosing to love your mate. It means saying no to what you might want at times and saying yes to what your mate needs. Mm. And that that takes practice and conditioning. So so to my point Mm. of earlier when I said... We want to make sure that things are balanced, right? It's not all, yes, everything you want and no to things I want. Yeah. But at the same time, it it, it, it it takes a delicate balance. And it takes knowing your mate. It takes knowing their love language. Mm. It takes knowing the season that they're in. It takes being thoughtful. Yeah. So, like, I, I decided early in our marriage, I, there are certain things that I'm going to do for me. Yeah. Right? And so that might be as simple as I'm going to make sure that I get a pedicure once a month. Mm. I'm going to be mindful enough to schedule that pedicure during a time period or on the schedule where it's not going to impede my family time or where my husband might want to take me out or spend time with him. Yeah. So 
I'm still taking care of me, but I'm being mindful that it's not just all about me. I have a family and they have a schedule and I have to balance all of that. Yeah. And so selflessness is making those mindful, conscious decisions. And sometimes we do have to say no, but we have to say, I'll revisit that another time because the greater importance, like the importance of what's at hand right now is something that's bigger than me. Yeah. And that takes me to (laughs) what's that? My favorite chapter in our book. Do you know what it is? Um, chapter 10 the end of it like um hold on no 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 it's greater than yourself yes yeah it's greater than yourself chapter 10 of our book it's greater than yourself winning it's it's something bigger than me yeah it's greater than ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's funny that you say that because at the essence of reality is that it is better than it's better to give than to receive. And it's such a dichotomy, right? Yeah, because what, it cuts against our natural... The natural tendency, right? The joy of love is in giving, not receiving. The joy of love, Adrian, is in giving, not receiving. And many people, they, they confuse that. They think the joy of love is in receiving, No, the joy of love is in giving and not receiving. That's why kindness recreates the brain. Like you think about what what happens, right? Oxidocin, serotonin in the brain. When we give, it releases those chemicals and it recreates a different brain. Like the joy of love is in giving. But that takes conditioning and cultivation. We don't just, because we're born with a natural inclination to ourself and selfishness, being in a space of giving and loving on others is something that has to be cultivated. Yeah. Right? Like, Absolutely. and cultivated over time. It, it doesn't just happen overnight. And I think that sometimes the struggle in relationships is that we think that it's just supposed to happen overnight. We, we meet each other, hmm. we date, we fall in love, we say I do, and then boom, marriage is perfect. And in some situations, maybe it's just that cut and dry, but in most situations, it's not. Yeah. Because we are fighting against experiences habits strongholds and I could go on and on and on and so if there's not one thing that I would I would I would leave this conversation tonight saying yeah is that if anyone listening has struggled with selfishness in your relationship don't beat yourself up over it yeah right know that it takes practice. Yeah. It is a cultivated character. Yeah. Why? Because we were not born in this world just naturally being loving and giving and, you know, all of that. We were born into this world. Selfish. Selfish. Yes. And we are having to fight Self against a natural. On the shelf. We are having to fight against a natural inclination. 
Yes. And for some people, that cultivation comes easier, but for some people, it doesn't, depending on your situation, your upbringing. All so is so deep. But I do want to give a warning, baby, because I think this is important. Because even a good act could be out of a selfish motive. Listen to me. I, this is, and I've heard of people say, oh, if I do good, good will happen please. back to me. Child, it's not about please. that. This is always. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. It will be revealed by the disposition when, like, the inv- individual does not get what they want. Right. Then they turn cray-cray. <laughs> like, for real. So, like, this is, and, and all of us have experienced this. Right. Like, you know, I'm talking to you. Me? No, not you, but to whoever is me? listening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know what and you mean Especially now. these guys. I'm like, my brother, I'm talking to you. You know what I mean? I don't get what I want, and I go cry, cry. We know what you're talking about. Whatever. Well, that's another. That's another. Oh, uh, Lord have mercy. That's another season. Lord have we mercy. We can get into that. Well, let me end But on, we know what you're talking let about. Let me end on a high note. <laughs> Love, baby. It yes. leads us to an inner joy. Right. But we have to desire that inner, that inner joy, Absolutely. that selflessness, inter, inner joy. But when we recognize that love leads us to an inner joy, when the priority of your mate needs becomes your priority and vice versa, then you will learn to abide in a place of fulfillment and everlasting love. That's yes. not easy. And that takes a consciousness it takes wisdom to be in that space not just knowledge not just understanding and the wisdom piece is huge but the application right. which leads to wisdom baby mm-hmm. so I, I just want to encourage you know anyone that is listening to this episode that if you have struggled with this internal selfishness you want things to be your way or you can't see how your spouse your mate is not operating from the same lens that you are operating from i want to encourage you that it doesn't mean that your relationship is doomed it doesn't mean that there's no hope for you and i know at the beginning of this episode i shared what my former pastor had shared with me which was that you know marriage is in because of selfless selfishness and i think that that is a tenet that everyone should think about right but if that is something that you're struggling with i want to encourage you that you're it doesn't mean that your marriage can't win that you're you're at the end of your relationship um it means that and listening to this episode, we have brought something to the forefront yeah. for you to think about to Absolutely. help repair and fix Absolutely. and mend and get better. Absolutely. I think that when when couples are not realizing this issue, that they're struggling with self selfishness and it gets deeper and deeper and more compounded by situations and it's a hole sometimes it's masked it's hard for them to get out of and sometimes it's masked they and can't so see it i want to give hope um i want to tell you that you can be struggling with selfishness and then realize i need to change 
and, and and come up with a plan with your with your partner of how you need to change. Yeah. But it's not the end of your relationship. It's not the detriment of your relationship. Sure. And the one thing that I love about being beings of the creator is that we are not just stagnant in nope. the state that we are nope, in. Nope, nope, Right? Always opportunity. There's always opportunity. Yes, ma'am. So if you are struggling with, am I being selfish? Do I just want it all my way? My spouse doesn't realize the things that I need and he or she ain't meeting me halfway. It's, it's so deep. Yes. But there is hope. Yes. And your marriage can't rebound. Yeah. And I, I say this from a place of what I have lived and experienced. What about you, Wilbert? Absolutely. My, I think my final comments, to, to be honest with you, is like, listen, if you find it hard to sacrifice your own selfish or your own desires to benefit your spouse, then you may have a hard or a deeper struggle with selfishness that you're more willing to admit. And I think you just need to think about that. Like, does your spouse comes before you? And if that's not the case, then man, you 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 may have a deeper struggle and you may need to seek the guidance of the creator, the almighty, you know, to help you be on that point. And so I'm going to leave you with that thought yes, because it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a push for you. Listen, I'm Ovette Wilson. And I'm Adrian Wilson. And together we are My Marriage Mentors. In today's episode, we learned that selfishness takes, consumes, and never gives. This is the essence of death in a relationship. We also learned that we are naturally bent towards being selfish and to be selfless takes time, work, and conditioning. Additionally, selfishness is why we have a low standard for ourselves and a high expectations for our mate. And lastly, we want to encourage you that if you are dealing with a deep state of selfishness in your relationship, All hope is not lost. You can come to a place where you are putting your mate before yourself. But it does take time and self-reflection and consciousness. But it absolutely can be done. Check us out at MyMarriageMentors.com and subscribe on any major podcast platform where you can find valuable resources to enhance your marriage. I am Ovette Wilson. And I'm Adrian Wilson. And together we are My Marriage Marriage Mentors. Mentors.